thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Hello, people. People of Periscope. People of YouTube. People of Facebook. People of the world. <laughs> hey, welcome to this edition of Bible News Radio. I'm going to go ahead and take my a minute here to share that out. And if you don't, if you do me a favor, you'll want to share it out too. Just so you know. Yeah, you will. Because you know why? I have a giveaway that I'm going to launch right today for this brand new DVD. Yeah, I am. Let's see. This is called Billy Graham, An Extraordinary Journey. One Ordinary Man, One Extraordinary God. Here it is right here. Ah, yep. I'll tell you how you can enter to win this DVD a little later when more people get in the room. That way I don't have to say it a lot. So... Hope you guys had a good weekend. This is the beginning of Thanksgiving week. As everybody and their grandmother is talking about on Facebook. Yeah, it is. So the question is, what are you thankful for, people? Hmm? <laughs> I'm thankful for you all. Just so you know, I really am, you know. I, every day I, I think about you. Every day I wonder how you're doing. I text you, a lot of you anyway. If you're on my text message list, that's how you're going to get to enter to win this Billy Graham DVD. Yeah, you are. So here's the deal. If you're new to the show, go ahead, text the term Bible News to 33222. You do that. Then you'll be on my text message list. And what I try to do, I don't do, I don't do it perfectly, but, you know, what I try to do is I try to text out uh, a message with a, um, uh, like with a scripture in it, which I'm going to read you today's scripture in a few minutes. And also when the show is on, which I just remembered I actually didn't do that. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Actually, you know what it was? You see this right here? Oh, wait. My sister-in-law gave me this cup for Christmas or something one year. Love me, love my dog. Yeah, just saying. Anyway, so I was heating my coffee up because it's cold out. I don't know why it's so cold here in Tennessee, but it is. I wanted to have some warm coffee for the show, so sit back with me, huh? Enjoy the show. I feel like I feel like I'm, like, channeling Archie Bunker. Hey, Edith! Huh? I just had that weird thing go through my mind. (laughs) Ah, it's so funny. If you're as old as I am, then you actually know what that's about. If you're younger than me, you have no clue what I just talked about. (laughs) Ah, anyway, hey. You know what? Thank you for coming in. I'm going to give a moment... To, uh, you know, say hi to Diane and Mia and Marlene and Melanie. Got three M's there. I saw Fred come in. Hey, Fred. Did you leave already? I thought Fred was my new buddy. Fred Garvin. Fred came in last week and told me I need to get a haircut. Yeah, he did. And then he came back. And then he followed us after that. That was super cool. Anyway, wait, hold on. I'm going to do this right here. I'm going to do that. Fred's right, though. I need to get a haircut. Yep, as you can tell, it's getting a little bit long. Yeah, it is. All right, so what we're going to do today is we are going to talk about the news. We have a lot of headlines today. Tomorrow, I have a lovely guest from Canada. Oh, Canada! On the show. <laughs> it was kind of cute. This morning, I was I was doing my, uh, uh, I was I was checking all my email like I usually do, I, kind of kind of kind of um kind of doing that and I was like I'm like somebody's in my zoom account like who is this person in my zoom account 
And then it occurred to me, oh, that's my guest tomorrow because some people don't know how to use Zoom. And so I, we, we use Zoom in order to put our guests, we put our guests in Zoom and then we push them out to Facebook and Periscope and YouTube. By the way, hi to everybody on all those platforms. Thank you for coming in. If you're listening to the audio archive on iTunes and all the other places in the world, wherever it is, because it's like there's 15 different places, then thank you for coming and listening to the archive. I love that about you. All right, just one minute. I think Bareface might want to say something right now while I text my text message list <laughs> to let him know that we're on the air. No, I don't want to say anything. Yeah. I just had myself uh, queued up in the preview so I could get my camera repositioned because yeah. I didn't have it in the right place and yeah. I just wanted to make sure that my handsome face would fit in the box that kind of thing so yeah that's what was going on see normally well, now these days Stace has a a view of the preview what's queued to go live or potentially go live and the live monitor and so she gets this idea that when I'm in the preview that I'm looking to say something, which is true most of the time, but <laughs> this time I was just trying to frame things up. Okay. All of so. you on our text message list should now be getting a text message list, list, a text. Bing! There it is right there. Just came through. Yep, I just got it. I was playing pickleball today, and, you know, one of the cool things about your Fitbit is when you play pickleball, it will tell you who texts texts you and calls you at the same time thereby disrupting your game by the way i played great as always just so you know in case you're wondering <laughs> all right so here is the deal first things first to all of you who are our normal uh viewers or fan or you know our whatever audience whatever i have this brand new dvd by billy it's it's called billy graham an extraordinary journey one Ordinary Man, One Extraordinary God. This is a brand new DVD. It's put out by the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and Virgil Films. Uh, I'm not actually sure if this is actually... Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, available yet. But anyway, it says on the back, A unique look into the life of the renowned minister. Walk in the shoes of an unlikely messenger who touched the world. Rare historical footage and compelling interviews with family members, lifelong friends, former presidents, and prominent broadcasters tell the remarkable story of Billy Graham, who grew up on a farm and became the most prolific preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ in modern history. Known as a pastor to presidents, an advocate for racial equality, and the fearless risk taker who preached behind the Iron Curtain, See Graham's unwavering faith as he encountered challenges, tragedies, and world crises. Crises. Maybe that's how I say it. I don't know. And there's bonus features. Billy Graham's funeral is on here. There's a classic sermon called God Loves You, A Passion for God, Special Feature, and Reflections from a Full Life. And it looks like it's 72 minutes long. And believe it or not, it actually is in uh, English, Arabic, Chinese, French, German, Korean, Portuguese, Russian, and Spanish, all subtitles. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it is. So here, in order to enter to win this DVD, which is brand new and it's packaged, I need you to text me the name Billy. That's it, people. Just text the name Billy to 33222 uh, if you're on my text message list. If you're not on my text message list, then you got to join it first. And then you can text Billy to that. One entry per person, people. Just one. I don't want to receive 5,000 texts from some of you. Just one entry. Because what I'm going to do is take all the entries. And then I'm going to, after I get all the entries, then I'm going to announce, I'm going to draw a name when I do that. Okay, I'll do it that way. That way I'm not going to do like a, like the fifth person that texts me. Nah. Because I want the people on the archive to be able to, do, to enter and all that. So, all right. So, join the text message list. Text Bible News to 33222. And then text the name Billy to it. And so I know you're interested. Okay. Sound like a plan? Good. Melanie just entered. I, I You entered before I told you what to do. <laughs> 
but that's okay. All right, so let's look at some of these headlines, people. Uh, just for what it's worth, apparently the DVD was released last month. Yeah. Oh, it was November six. Yeah. Okay, I so, think I might so it's actually pretty, pretty darn new. I'm trying. I'm I'm thinking I might be actually getting somebody on. Or to talk wait a sec. This. this is still November. This month. What am I saying? Yeah. <laughs> November well, six. I I think I'm having somebody on to talk about it. That's. But I'm not sure yet. Thought I did. But anyway, I have a couple to sell in the event that you actually don't win this. The one I'm giving away. I actually have three others to sell, which I will let you know more about that later. Okay, but first, since we're going to talk about this whole gender thingy, there's a lot we're going to talk about today. Um, but actually, the first thing I really want to talk about is the um, the fires that took place in California and that are actually still going on. Um, you know what, you guys? I, live in, I, I grew up in California. I have friends all over Southern California, and I have some up in Northern California. And Randall and I, actually, Randall, it's Randall's family, um, actually lost their home. Uh, so we wanted to tell you about an opportunity you could have to help us out if you want. Uh, but I also want to read an article to you uh, from The Blaze. And it's, tired, it's titled this, and then we'll tell you a little bit more. Um, it says, Gridlock, uh, poor planning, allegedly left victims stranded in Paradise, California, wildfire. And by the way, if you guys know people in that area... Uh, who've been displaced? Uh, my friend, my friend Jody, who is uh, who's been on our show, she actually lives up in that area, and she's actually trying to help. Uh, there's there's a whole bunch of people who are adopting people who have le been left homeless up there. Uh, so if you know anybody up there uh, and they need help or assistance in any way, then you know get in touch with me, and I'll I'll get you in touch with Jody because she knows what's going on up there. But I wanted to read you this article because I. Because uh, it really kind of gives a little bit of a backdrop. It says here, many residents of Paradise, California were trapped by gridlock as the campfire ravaged their town, the Los Angeles Times reported Sunday. Uh, how was this described? As people tried to flee the fire, gridlock was everywhere. The town has just one four-lane road, Skyway, which handles about 1,200 cars an hour during rush hour. Now it was being asked to empty a city of nearly 27,000, the news outlet reported. The cars backed up into the feeder streets and into the secondary roads that fed those. As traffic came to a standstill, people got out of their cars and ran in an attempt to outrace the fast-moving fire. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I can picture that, and that's not. this isn't like a movie. This is real life, you know? Abandoned cars blocked the roadways as other drivers and emergency crews tried to get through, according to the report. Some fire trucks attempted to plow the abandoned cars out of the way. Uh, Nicole Jolly, 34, a surgical nurse at Advent Adventist Health Feather River Hospital, gave the LA Times an account of what she faced. Quote, as she pulled out of the parking lot, the human resources building was on fire. Pence Road, one of the town's four evacuation routes, was jammed. Or routes. Is it routes or routes? Anyway. I've heard it both ways. So was the crossroad to the other nearest exit route. Uh, cars inched forward as brush burned on both sides of them and embers rained. People yelled to be heard over the sound of exploding car tires. At one point, her car's steering wheel began melting and the plastic stuck to her hands, which that had got to hurt, man. Just saying. Jolly got out of her car, ran through heavy smoke with her arms outstretched. She was picked up by rescue crews in a fire truck, and they went back to the hospital, which was still standing, according to the report. That's good. At least the hospital didn't burn down. With 76 dead and nearly 1,300 counted as missing, the campfire is being called the deadliest and most destructive fire in California's history. The fire ripped through the town of Paradise on November 8th, leaving behind rubble and ash where there used to be homes. According to a BBC report, one explanation for the high number of missing people is that the list may include duplicate names. Meanwhile, thousands of survivors are sleeping in overcrowded shelters, cars, or makeshift cities, uncertain of where to turn. Before Campfire Paradise managed to avoid the frequent wild, wildfires of, was it Butte County or Butt County? I'm not sure. I don't know. Anyway. Though one 10 years ago stopped at the edge of the old mining town, the LA Times reported the evacuation had been a disaster. Three of the four major roads had 
caught on fire. Evacuees were trapped for three hours in gridlock, leaving them defenseless if the fire had come. What about warnings? Back then, a grand jury report and county fire planners said Paradise needed an evacuation plan to get people out quickly, but town leaders decided to section the town into evacuation zones that could be emptied a few at a time, according to the LA Times. Uh, Butte County, (laughs) I don't know, had also contracted for a private warning system, but only an estimated 30% of residents signed up to be on the list, according to the officials. The Mercury News reported, however, that the Sheriff's Department admitted that more could have been done. Many people reported receiving evacuation notices too late or not at all. Now questions remain over why more wasn't done to prepare for such a disaster. Well, just by the very nature of disasters, you don't generally prepare for them um but here's the thing you know what you guys la marzulli lost his home in southern california because of the fires this is northern california where randall's aunt diane and she's a grandmother she's 80 she'll be 80 next month uh her husband uh fred jim 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 85 just he broke his hip i guess around the same time that they had to get it out right i I think as part of the evacuation process praise god they got out with their lives but yeah just their lives and what what they were wearing i guess yeah and then and then uh steve is he your cousin yes my cousin and my aunt's son okay oh okay so So, mother and son yeah okay so that really sucks so Mm. steve and his family they also lost their um stuff so i don't know if you can put your thing up there on the for everybody to see but okay. look we know that you guys are generous and you know if you have a couple extra bucks you want to help with the, the gofundme all we know right now is that they're in a hotel and apparently they're supposed to be moving out of that hotel tomorrow um and they're trying to raise five thousand dollars which is nothing la marzuli raised probably about a, almost a hundred thousand if not more than that at this point so we got the $1,478. Diane lives on a fixed income. I have to tell you something about Diane, you guys. I, when I first married into this family, the Harp family, Motley Crew, I might add, it was, it, this is Randall's sister, mom's sister. It was right after Carol died, Randall's mom. And Diane was like, obviously devastated like lots of people. But at the time that happened, she was heavily into the new age movement and into weird stuff i mean just psychic stuff and i mean she was probably as far gone in that stuff as you might might think and then it randall and i were praying for her and her salvation and anyway long story short she got radically saved a couple years later and she's been walking with the lord ever since with her and her husband and uh i just have to say it's it's um it was it was totally cool for me to see this woman come to the lord especially after being in and um you know the new age movement doing some weird stuff um so if lord leads you guys to donate and help them out a little just know just know you're donating to brother and sister in christ and um if you guys know of anybody else in um that area that needs help like i said jody uh is is kind of on the beat uh on her facebook page uh, talking about stuff. There's a lot of stories that are like these guys. And I mean, these guys are elderly. They're on a fixed income and I don't even know. You know, do you know anything else? Have you talked to anybody else? Uh, no, no. Well, uh, Steve had a post on, on, uh, Facebook today. Apparently there's, he hasn't been there, but apparently some service that has photos online of things and, uh, posted some, you know some pictures of what okay. was his house and um and a harley moment of silence is you know absolutely yeah hold uh, on. if he he didn't say what it was i wouldn't have known what it was okay so natasha says hello shared thank you natasha denise said it said be ute be ute not but yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. Ute. And she said the fire burned the equivalent of 60 football fields per minute. Dang. Wow. That's, a, well, no wonder nobody could get out. Dang. That's, that's amazing. Okay. So thanks for that, Denise. Appreciate that. Um, anyway, so, you know, I know that there's a gazillion people who need help and, and 
hello, that's what we're here for. Of course, we, uh, you know, I mean, two people in our family. I mean, that just, it's crazy. Anyway, so keep them in prayer. Get in touch with us if you need anything um, and all that. We found this out, like, right after the show ended Friday, just so you know. Um, otherwise, I would have mentioned it Friday, but I didn't know. All right. It's, it's so sad and, and I will cry. So I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Just so you know. Okay. Let's, let's, let's shift to a different topic. Hello, Danielle. Nice to see you in there. Okay. So Celine Dion launches a gender neutral children's clothing line to quote, liberate kids from traditional roles of boy and girl, because yes, that's what we need. Liberation people from the, the the stereotypes of girl and boy and male and female because they're just so stifling they're, they're, they are they're they just yeah uh daniel you just came in we were just talking about how two of our family members up north in northern california um lost their homes in the fire so we were um asked well we were sharing a gofundme campaign that was set up from for them but anyway I'll post the, I think I have the link for that actually posted on my Bible News Radio page. I on think Facebook. I, on Facebook. Yeah. Hey, Stephen. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Okay. So Celine Dion is an amazing woman, right? She's a great singer and all that. But listen to this. Pop singer Celine Dion has announced her partnership with a gender neutral clothing company to create a line for children and babies that is neither male nor or female stating that she wishes to encourage equality and counter, quote, stereotypes about gender, such as pink for girls and blues for boys, by allowing individual freedom of spirit. Uh, what is it? Selin? I, I would call it Selly New New New. Selly New New. Selly New New. Selly New New New. Selly New New New. Liberates children. Nanu Nanu. From the traditional roles of boy-girl and enables younger people to grow on values of equality with the freedom to straighten their own power of personality based on mutual respect. The website for the clothing line states, hey, you know what? Wait, I have to say something. So I know I have a lot of mommies in the audience. <laughs> if you're a mom, let me ask you something. Did you like when you first were trying to teach your girl or boy to, to dress, did you care what they wore? I mean... You probably did, but but weren't you just thrilled that that they they actually got dressed? They were able to get dressed, you know, at three years old. Hey, but they put it on just... backwards and it was clean, <laughs> relatively clean. You're like, right. yay, good. Hey, just, you know, what? so what that those checkered pants don't match, you know, that striped shirt, whatever. Who cares? You dressed yourself, little girl, little boy. I'm so proud of you. I have a donut. You know, I mean, anyway. The article goes on to say people, and for that matter, little humans, because calling them a child is, like, discriminatory. <laughs> they're little humans. As long as they're out of the womb, they're little humans. <laughs> if they're in the womb, then it's just a blob of sales. Cells, uh, but, uh... Yeah, well, there's, an, there's actually another um, article about that i can't can't get into it right now but anyway. little humans express themselves through clothes yes they do we would like to enable them to be who they are so their choices are driven by their own true essence and free spirit beyond stereotypes or any norm it that's for sure it outlines the website it says dion known for her secular hits my heart will go on the power of love and because you love me announced her unisex clothing line via a video dramatization on Tuesday in which she was chased by security guards and placed in handcuffs after making her way into a hospital nursery to change the blue and pink differentiation for boys and girls to the neutral black and white. Hmm. Our children, they are not really our children, she claims in the video, with a lullaby playing in the background, of course, as we are all just links in a never-ending chain that is life. For us. Wonder how that occurs. <laughs> Let's not cloud the issue with facts right now. For us, they're everything, Dion continues. But in reality, we are only a fraction of their universe. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Dressed in all black, she then removes a box from her handbag that is filled with black flakes 
and blows it into the air. Instantly, the boy and girl symbols displayed on the wall disappear and change to plus signs, which stands for equality. The pink and... The equal sign no longer means equality. (sighs) I guess it's been... Whatever. The pink and blue onesies that the babies had been wearing also are instantly changed to the black and white outfits of Dion's new clothing line. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. I'm not even going to read the rest of this article. This is so stupid. (laughs) What is it with these celebrities and and how stupid they're acting? I mean, really. Yeah, can... You know, to look at some of these... uh... (laughs) Gender neutral things. I I hit the shop yeah. of Celine Nunu. Celine Nunu. You actually went to her shop. I did because I was kind of. What are these? What are these? You know, gender neutral things. Well, there are dresses on here, and there's a tall dress where they have a a gender neutral looking kid on it. But um, let's see. Get the web up here. But this this dress, uh, let's see, make it a little bigger here. Uh, sequin elastic waistband, layered tulle. I don't, I'm not really fashioned on how to pronounce it. But we've got this sequin elastic waistband, and, and then there's this, you see this sort of whatever, I don't know what you call that, sort of sheer kind of fabric. I don't know if that's something other than the... I think it's an ugly outfit, actually. Other than the gray... Who designed that thing? Anyway. <laughs> what the heck? Put a one if you think that's kind of ugly looking. Anyway, but... I, I, I would not even put my child in that thing. But, you know, sequin elastic waistband. I mean, yeah, that's that's completely... Not, um, not going to give them nightmares. Like with, not, nothing to do with any kind of gender stereotypes. <laughs> You know, it, it you know it cracks me up. Oh my it doesn't. Gosh. It it just it doesn't really crack me up. It's just I don't know whether to laugh or to cry. But it seems like when all these oh no one's gonna force me into gender stereotypes. These so these girls are gonna look more masculine, according to gender stereotypes, and these and these and these males are gonna look more feminine according to gender stereotypes it's like we're gonna blow out the the gender stereotypes but if i want to look you know if i want to look more masculine or more feminine i'll do you know do whatever goes with those roles i mean if you're really looking to break the stereotypes why not invent something completely different you know some third or fourth or fifth gender is as the many flags you know uh (laughs) Assert that there are, you know, it, it, they always result in something looking masculine or feminine. Hmm. Go figure. Yeah. And the line about the continuing chain of life. Hmm. How do we have a continuing chain of life? Hmm. Wouldn't have anything to do with male and female, would it? Nope. <laughs> Just. It would actually. It's like. <laughs> The reason that we have human history, newsflash, is because we're able to discern between male and female. Yeah. Just so you know, because we're able to recognize biological differences, not only in the birds and the bees, but in in little humans. You know, and, you know. I have to say, speaking of the birds, we have this. We have some bird feeders stuck to our window, which are so cool. And the cardinals come up, and this is the coolest thing. The cardinal, the males are red. And the females are like gray. And it is so cool because they always come up together and often they will they will they will take one one cardinal will go ahead and put the seed in the other cardinal's mouth, the the opposite gender. I've never seen gay cardinals, just so you know. Unless you're talking to the Catholic Church. Sorry, that was too easy to walk into. Oh, hey, if you just walked in to the show, just want to tell you that we are having a giveaway right now. But but I, you can enter on our text message list by texting the term Billy to uh, 33222. If you got my text message earlier, if you're already on the list, then just respond to it with the word Billy. That way you'll get this. You'll get to enter into the Billy Graham DVD contest. Okay, anyway... So we, um, so 
Speaking of Donald Trump, yeah, we were. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the Sentinel Source has a story titled yeah, Gender Identity Theft. The Trump administration tries to uh, define transgender Americans out of existence. And yes, we are actually going to talk about identity theft. I got a couple interesting stories. Yeah, you have to text that, Danielle, to our text message list. You can join that by texting the term Bible News to 33222. You might want to put that up bareface if you can. Again. Okay, let me... But I'll read this story here. Gender identity theft. The Trump, Trump administration tries to define transgender Americans out of existence. How important is the definition? If we can create new words and terms simply by speaking or writing them as Shakespeare did, and as we see happening with tech terms every year nowadays, can the opposite occur? Can we make a term disappear by ignoring it? In its quest to define reality as what it says or not, rather than as what most people actually believe or as what can be proven scientifically, the Trump administration is putting that to the test. Yeah, they are. It's been noted higher-ups have mandated the term, quote, climate change, unquote, not appear in any reports, which is a good thing because AKA climate change equals weather. <laughs> Uh, this climate change can't appear in reports, memos, or co correspondence by NASA, the Environmental Protection Agency, and other supposedly science-based departments. In fact, science-based itself is among the terms the administration told the CDC it cannot use, just so you know. I'm skeptical of that. Those that's true. Those examples might seem downright silly to some. Sure, you can ignore the term climate change, but that isn't going to keep it from happening. The real issue is issue is whether refusing to acknowledge what the term describes means refusing to do anything to address the very real effects of it. That would be terrible for us all. A cynical misuse of resources, but it wouldn't be as bad as trying to dehumanize more than a million Americans dehumanize by defining them out of existence. That's what would figuratively occur if the Federal Department of Health and Human Services is successful in its attempt to rewrite the definition of one's sex as strictly biological based on the genitalia present at birth. Now, just so you know, the humanity. for most of history, when a baby is born, the doctor looks at the genitalia and says, it's a girl! It's a boy! And then they get out of the way because, you know, with boys. Never mind. But anyway, that's how you figure it out, right? But there's this weird agenda that says, uh-uh, biology's in your brain. It's nowhere else. You should just ignore your body and what it actually is. So that's what they're talking about here. Because the Trump administration, how dare they? How dare Donald Trump and his evil administration actually want to... To actually have it be like it used to be. Like, look at the genitalia. It's a girl, it's a boy. The defined yeah. gender by something objective. Yeah. Imagine that, that, you know, some <laughs> freaky, evil administration would say, let's err on the side of caution and describe gender as something objective. Yeah. Based on objective facts rather than subjective feelings and, yeah. and beliefs. Well, anyway, it says here, according to the New York Times, a memo from the department seeks to establish a legal definition of sex under Title IX, the federal civil rights law that bans gender discrimination in education programs, a legal definition that would exclude the possibility of transgender Americans. Bum, bum, bum. Stunningly, the department's memo calls for the definition to, to be made on a biological basis that is clear, grounded in science, objective, and administratable Stunning. <laughs> suddenly they believe in science they want to pick and choose which science suits their argument plenty of scientific studies have shown the reality of transgender existence name two it is not a style choice nor one made to garner favorable status with the government and it applies to 1.4 million americans just so you know the administration has already made clear its disdain for the LGBTQ community Donald Trump vowed to protect during his nomination acceptance at the GOP convention in 2016, which is interesting because Donald Trump actually recently appointed a homosexual in his cabinet. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he's so, yeah, he is. He's such a, he's such a homophobe. Uh, 
he hates them. That's why he appointed one in his thing. Anyway, under Trump, protections in schools mandated under the Title IX by the Obama administration have been reversed, and the president has tried to get transgender troops thrown out of the military, which is a good thing. Uh, And importantly, before he was deposed, Attorney General Jeff Sessions determined that transgender workers enjoy no protections under the 1964 federal civil civil rights law because they weren't specifically singled out as such in the statute. Fortunately, that's no longer the case in New Hampshire, which added gender identity as a protected class in its anti-discrimination laws just this year. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the point is... These people are upset that, again, something that is normal and sane, that you look at the genitalia of a baby and say, oh, it's a girl, it's a boy. Donald Trump wants to, he actually said, yes, that's how biology and gender is determined. And he put it into law, thereby making it upset the gay community, the gay activist community in particular, um, because he's not like kowtowing to the agenda anymore. You know, they make it sound like, you know, it's going to go all Hollywood. These people cease to exist. Right. You know, they're going to crumble and blow off in the wind. Wait, wait, wait. Pizza, Pizzagate Truther said, I'm surprised this app ha- hasn't banned you yet. Debating this will be considered hate speech to them. It's true. Yeah. It actually is true. Yeah, well, we're sweet and lovable, mm-hmm. so they can't hate us here on Periscope. Actually, the, I won something at the Periscope Summit. I actually won mm-hmm. one of the things there. Hey, Kelly. Anyway, the, the author the author of this article makes it sound like, well, then they're going to be dehumanized, you know, just enjoying no rights or privileges of citizenship or being the human at all. You know, uh, before he was disposed, Attorney General Jeff Sessions determined that transgender workers would enjoy no protections under the 1964 federal civil rights law. So, so the race protections are gone. <laughs> Their gender protections, protection, you know, protections are gone. The religious protections are gone. This, they, because, because gender, the administration chooses to err on the side of caution and what can be objectively determined. So, suddenly they're, they're bereft of all rights pertaining to an American citizen. No, Where's no, not reporting the news. Not at, not at all. So I think you know, enjoy no protections under the 1964 federal civil rights law. That's not true. They enjoy all the protections that are there in the 1964 federal civil rights law. The 1964 federal civil rights law mentions nothing about transgender. That was something reverse engineered into the law that perceived gender qualifies under sex um, in, of the language of 1964. It was, so to say, no, that's not part of what was meant by the 1964 Civil Rights Law doesn't remove any protections under, you know, yeah, they were... <laughs> Transgender workers enjoy no protections under the 1964 federal civil rights law. That's that's an out-and-out out falsehood. Yeah. Anyway, I'll be quiet. What else is new? Well, here's the thing. If you're new to the show, I'm Stacey Lynn Harp, and that handsome, hunky man is my husband, Fairface, not his real name. <laughs> anyway, um, we are looking at the headlines of the day, but I actually, if you're new to the show, you need to go to my YouTube channel. Okay, go over to Bible News, or go to youtube.com forward slash Bible News Radio. I actually have a playlist called The Marketing of Homosexuality to America. It's based on a book written by two homosexual activists. And all, I, all I'm doing with that book is just showing you what's in it. And if you actually watch, I think I have eight episodes or ten, something like that. If you watch that series, which I'm not done with, by the way. I kind of take a little bit of a hiatus on it right now. But if you go catch up on the eight, I think eight episodes, eight hours there, of that series alone, you're gonna see you're gonna see the intentional layout of this very thing. You know how they did it. I almost hurt myself right there. You know, so just go check that out and subscribe. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. By the way, by the way, if you're on YouTube, hi. You know, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to belabor this any much. 
you know, really in the long run, but just because I had this pulled up from before the show when I was reading the go article. Go ahead. We can go longer if we just, have just, to. Just, just, one, just one more thing here. Okay. Uh, you know, on uh, Google Books, they have this Ngram viewer where you can see uh, any particular term and where it was introduced in books. And Oh. Oh, this, this is really good, actually. Check this out. Anyway, so. Hey, John. And there's Cheryl Ann. So, Cheryl. So looking at the term transgender... It's about the 1990s before it appears anywhere in literature. Where were the transgender Americans, you know, in 1980, 1960? Well, well, the 1964 Civil Rights Act. I mean, where, you know, it doesn't mention them because it's, it's, it's a concept that, that's new to the, to the late 20th century, early 21st century. And... Isn't that now because we're smarter and we're able to recognize that? I, I mean, yeah, we find new species things, but we we see them and they're objectively what they are. This we're talking about something that was kind of discovered that we can't really. Well, you know the the writer of the article. I don't know who that was, but you're talking about. Numerous scientific studies, and I'm like, name two, name two scientific studies well, that show some objective way well, of identifying that. That's the thing, though. But they not only do they have to be objective, but you got to find out who funded those studies, oh. because in the event that they were funded by the LGBT lobby, which you know George Soros, all those people, well then, duh, hello, they're going to skew the results however they want. So I just want to say hi to John. Doctor John came in mm. from Canada. Oh, Canada. And Marty, did I say hi to you? I, did, I, just, I just saw you come in. Did I say hi to everybody? Diane, Melanie, me, I already said hi to all you people. Wanda, hello, Wanda, Robert, Kevin. Those are the people that I can see. Can't see anybody else. I take it back. We'll take see some, back. well, I said 1990s. I guess 80s, 1980s, the word okay, shows the, up. The fact checkers of this show are going to hold you to it. Okay. Harp. By the way, I have to tell you, Mr. Harp, oh. that your pretty blue eyes really stand out in that turquoise shirt. They're, they're sparkling. Why, thank you. Yeah, they are. They're like clear crystal blue water. I don't have that effect <laughs> to do live. I can do it in post-production. but <laughs> I look so white compared to you. I feel like I married an Indi uh, you know, like somebody of a different color. I am a different color than you are. <laughs> But I'm so white. I don't wear makeup. I have more melanin than you do, and I am not sitting behind a, a bright, bright light. light. Well, I'm in behind a bright light. I'm not I need in front a hat. of a bright this light. This light is so bright. All right. Okay. So we got a couple more things to share. Okay. But if you just came in, let me just tell you if you want to enter our contest to win this DVD about Billy Graham, this is a brand new DVD just released this month, then text. The term Bible News to 33222. To join the list. To join the list, okay? And then, if, and then once you're on the list, then text the name Billy. If for some reason you're in another foreign country, uh, just so you another know. Another foreign country. If you're in a foreign, if you're in, sorry, I'm going to disqualify everybody in other countries. This is Outside for of the United States this of America. <laughs> I'm being a bigot right now by disqualifying all you people if you're not in America, just because it would cost more. Yeah, usually the postage is more than the price yeah. of the item. But anyway, okay, you can keep that up. Okay, so speaking of uh, identity theft, I mean, we were talking about gender identity theft, which is basically that article. Uh, there are actually, um, hey, I got. Let's just be honest, okay? You guys know Legal Shield is my side business. To help tent make Bible News Radio, right? So this month, you guys, I, I am so I need like I need buyers, just so you know. And my goal is to get you to buy, 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 buy. Oh yeah, I'm a nationalist. You darn well bet it. I'm not a globalist, that's for sure. Even though the Bible says there's going to be a one world government, down with that. The Antichrist is going to bring that into power. Mm. But anyway, back to Legal Shield. So this month, you guys, look, I'm like totally far behind. I haven't sold anything this month. So here's the thing. Identity theft is a massive problem. 
And I want to share with you some of these uh, stories I read today, just to let you know, there are some things to worry about. Okay. And I'm not trying to scare you or anything, but check this out. Okay. So over on WSAV.com, there's an article titled, Beware, Scammers Offering Free Gift Cards to Steal Your Information. This is a public service announcement because here's the thing. I don't know about you. I get these type of email. A lot of you guys are on here. You guys are, uh, are uh, you know, you get stuff. Listen to this. It says, this year, gift card spending is on track to exceed $27 billion. In fact, I got a, I got a $3 Starbucks gift card today from somebody. So that just goes to show you that people are putting money out. So this year, gift card spending is on track to exceed $27 billion, according to the Better Business Bureau. Hey, Ryan, I see you in there, buddy. It's important now more than ever to ensure the gift card is legitimate before purchasing it. Okay, that's essential if you're buying online. The cyber scheme is simple. Scammers start by sending you a message with an offer for a free gift card. Fraudsters have been known to pose as big name brands like Target, Starbucks, Costco, Shell, Zara, Windstream, Walmart, Foot Locker, and Asada. Fraudulent uh, messages can pop up on a variety of platforms. They're abundant on Facebook, on websites in your email box, or in your email box. Messages often support catchy headlines like, only a few left to induce a sense of urgency and encourage you to act without thinking. But the Federal Trade Commission urges you to think before acting, okay? Beware that clicking on an unfamiliar link can infect your computer with malware that can be damaging and difficult to remove. If you do click the link, the scammer typically asks you to fill out a form to receive the free gift card. The form then demands compromising information that can lead to identity theft. What's more, the gift never comes, okay? So here's the thing. Do not submit any personal information online without verifying the web address and origin of the link, email, or web page. If you're unable to do this, the FTC suggests you contact the retailer directly to inquire about the offer. And here's the other thing. Get ID Shield from me to protect your identity. I mean, it's really that simple. It's very affordable. In fact, if you're in Canada, like John is, it's $12.95 a month for your whole family. Super affordable. And in America, it's nine ninety five a month for an individual. United States of America. The United States of America. Hashtag MAGA. Make America <laughs> great again. <laughs> Hashtag Trump. Hashtag God loves you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm no, I'm actually not kidding. <laughs> God does love you. Uh, but anyway, no. Seriously, this is an issue, and one way to protect yourself is by getting, um, getting. Getting some ID shield from me. Okay, it will keep me in the running, hopefully. <laughs> but it will protect you as well. Can, now, can I throw a little clarification on that? Yeah, go ahead. You know, the bold print said the mm -hmm. FTC suggests you contact the retailer directly. Yeah. That And that means not the phone number given in the email or whatever. If it purports to be for Target or Zara or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. Yeah. Go look up that number on their website. You know, call your customer says, hey, are you offering this? And anyway, back to you. Okay. So that's one story. Okay. So just so you know, this is Thanksgiving week. By the way, thank you all for the hearts. In case you didn't know, if you're new to the app, you can hit that screen and all those pretty hearts happen. Just tap it. It one of these days would be super cool to get like more hearts because we still are like 150,000 away from becoming a superstar paid broadcaster. <laughs> Uh, okay, so another thing is, uh, let's see here. For all of you realtors out there, here's the story you guys need to be, pay attention to. And anybody, I, like I have friends, I have like six friends that are realtors. Listen to this. Voice of the Consumer uh, says real estate wire fraud is an epidemic, is an epidemic, just in case you didn't know that. If you're getting ready to buy a home or know someone who is, please, please warn them about the growing crime of real estate wire fraud. Listen to this. I just talked to a friend who is an Arizona realtor. He told me what happened to a client who didn't heed his warnings. She, she became a victim and almost lost 70000 bucks. The message here is all about verifying and communicating. Uh, my friend Ron says his 70-year-old client was so excited about the purchase of a home that she missed some obvious red flags. The client, whom we'll call Ruth, was supposed to call close on a property in September 
It's now November and she lost out on a home purchase and has only recovered 50,000 bucks. Ruth is lucky because she happened to tell Ron that she had wired funds. Ron was alarmed because he knew the title company had not sent the final settlement statement and he wanted to double check her instructions. That's when they discovered that she had been scammed. Had she waited just a few more hours, she would have lost the entire amount with no hope of recovery. Anyway, it just basically goes on and talks about that situation. So here's the thing. If you know somebody, especially older people, you know, like Ruth, you know, come on. Um, they don't know. And you know what? I just got a phone call from my dad like two hours ago. I was sitting here making my hair straight and my dad calls. I'm like, when my dad calls, I answer. So I answered. He's 90. And I'm like, hello. He's like, hello. I'm like, hello. He's like, hello. <laughs> Eventually he figured out it was me. Anyway, long story short, he's 90. So he doesn't know when people are trying to take advantage of him because he's got dementia. I don't know if this poor lady had dementia or not, but the point is that older people are targets and this is a real, real issue. And again, if you have identity theft protection, this will help you because if this, well, maybe not in this case, but realtors, you guys need to get it because it can help you with your business. Actually, in this case, because the article goes on to say, that uh, says, Ron tells me FBI agents combed through Ruth's computer. They discovered hackers had been reading her emails ah. and knew about her upcoming home purchase. At just the right time, they sent her a phony email detailing where to wire her funds. The wiring instructions, instructions looked like they came from the title company, but they were from fraudsters. So with ID Shield and monitoring her email address she would have known her email was hacked uh-huh. and would have tipped her off that someone could be reading her email so okay just want to give you a note randy um see texas says randy you did a really good biblical teaching the other day randy who's randy no that might, i guess he's referring to me <laughs> uh okay so anyway so uh so here's the thing so Wire fraud is an issue with realtors, okay? That's an issue. And then one last art article. This is from the Saudi Gazette, you know, over in Saudi Arabia. Listen to this, because I want you to hear this, because this is important. Many consumers worry about identity theft and credit card info hacking. Disconnection anxiety. Where's your phone? In your pocket? On your desk? Are you sure? Hmm? Are you? Just curious. Mine's right here, so I can read your comments. It says here, anxiety over losing phone versus your wallet. Five out of ten consumers globally, so that's 50%, are anxious about identity theft, while 77% are totally against their data being sold on, according to a study released Sunday by KPMG International. Only 77% of people don't want their stuff sold. In other words, about 25% don't care, whatever. It says here, the study published by KPMG's Global Consumer Insights Program as part of the 2018 Me, My Life, My Wallet report shows that 51% of consumers are anxious about identity theft, 48% about the hacking of financial, medical, or other personal info online, and 46% about theft of credit card info when shopping online, and 38% unauthorized tracking of their online habits by companies, governments, and criminals. The study includes a survey of 25,000 consumers in the UK, US, the Gulf Corporation Council countries, France, Brazil, Canada, China, and India. And due to time, I'm not going to read this whole article, but the point is that people are very scared. And it's actually, the anxiety about this has increased, and we are in the holiday season, you guys. And I have to tell you that... um, it's just a smart thing to have identity theft insurance. By the way, I also want to show you something. I got, I have an alert on my phone here. I got to find it um, because it involves Satan. <clears throat> I think this is it right here. Okay. I want to show you just as a reputation alert, you guys might find this funny. Okay. I'm going to hold this up to the, to the screen just so you can see it. But it says here, notice we have detected content on the monitored social network that poses reputational risks. Uh, 
Percy Garrett tweeted out at, because he retweeted my thingy. It says here, can Christians bind Satan also push to microchip people? But anyway, so <clears throat> note the word trigger. Uh, the, the, the trigger word is Satan right there. I don't know. It's probably blurry. Maybe it won't get blurry. I don't know. But it looks kind of blurry, doesn't it? But uh, anyway. It works. So the trigger word is Satan. And it flagged it for discrimination. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's that's a social media alert. When with ID Shield, you actually get uh, social media monitoring, and so it warns you when you're under reputational issues here. Um, you know, Satan. You, you type the word Satan, and it flags it as discriminate discrimination. I I no the word Satan is is associated with your profile, so somebody may be, you know, comparing you to Satan or whatever. So that's an alert because your reputation is at stake in social media. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, <clears throat> anyway, with ID Shields, you actually get um, you get you got everything monitored, right? So you get. You get all this stuff. You get your credit score, your social security, your passport, driver's license, medical ID cards, uh, if you have insurance, which I don't. But anyway, email, uh, 10 emails, by the way, all your loans, your credit cards, and you have um, bank accounts, black market website surveillance, and social media, and you get ID Vault, which is a password manager. Okay. You get all that for $9.95 a month. So if you guys already have it, thank you for being my customer. If you don't, then refer a friend. Okay. Do a refer friend today. <laughs> refer a friend to me and say, hey, you really should get this because it actually is very cool. It's a great service, uh, especially if you have it on your phone and you use it. Um, I get notifications all the time. And we give up to a $5 million service guarantee in the event anything happens and they take care of it. And I actually signed up a guy who's an older man uh, in Florida. He had his identity stolen and you know he couldn't he actually paid for a year in advance but we will do whatever it takes as long as it takes to restore the identity to its pre-theft status five million dollar guarantee right there okay go to bit.ly forward slash protect me all right <clears throat> two other things before our show is over uh so we're gonna go over a few minutes okay first of all we do have a sponsor by the way Ariel Ministries rocks, and I'm really happy. I got an email from uh, Kim earlier today who was sharing that she actually bought the the DVD series that we've been talking about. We showed you a little video about it. We're not going to show it today. But it is the historical and geographical Israel tour DVD set. $29 plus shipping and handling, I think. But if you could save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible News. Okay? Like Bareface has on the screen right there. Go there and get it. This thing is really, really good, you guys. You can't beat it. If you've never been to Israel or you don't think you're ever going to get to go, this is a good DVD set to get. Um, it supports our show. Plus, Ariel is one of the most biblical places out there. You know what I mean? You're, you're going to get good Bible content, a history, and all that. So just check it out. And also, um, there's also a companion workbook it's actually it's actually a map book. When you go to Ariel, just look for this for the book itself, because it's called the Historical Geographical Maps of Israel book. And uh, just check it out. Actually, if you've never been to Israel, it actually looks like California, except it's not. It's you know it's a desert. It's really super cool. Uh, so go there if you want to become a pillar of our community and donate every month. Uh, something to us, then you can do that also at our website, BibleNewsRadio.com. Yep, there, there you go. And thank you to all of you who already do that. I really appreciate it a lot. And we do still have um, some of these books available. I'm just going to hold them up really fast to show them to you. We still got the Christian's Biblical Guide to Understanding Israel for $9. This is Doug Hershey's first book. Okay, you can get that at our website for nine dollars or you can get the gospel of the holocaust in isaiah 53 by jack langford for ten dollars or more if you want to give more feel free we're not going to stop you uh, but this is actually a very cool book as well um check that out we actually showed the clip of him last week and if you came in late again um we also 
are gonna we have a contest for this i'm gonna announce the winner uh probably tomorrow sometime on the text message list i'm not gonna probably announce it here on the show but on text message so you can join the text message list by texting bible news to 33222 and then text billy to me and you'll be entered to win okay all right one last article This is from the Canada Free Press. This says, bypass the Pope by going directly to the Savior. There's a novel idea. Listen to this. There's an increasingly perceivable little Abner Joe, something like black cloud hovering over the heads of the faithful during the ongoing crisis in the Catholic Church. People are said to be leaving the church in droves. The Bishop of Rome has slammed the door shut on all criticism of the dominance of homosexuality and a clergy increasingly in league with the devil. I don't write this. I'm, re- I'm just reading this, okay? Most scandalously, homosexual priests seem to be favored by the Vatican, while devoted, traditional, stick-to-the-gospel parish priests are being thrown to the wolves or smothered in an unrelenting bureaucracy that sees little or no merit in priests' intent on putting the gospel of Christ before global warming and social justice in their homilies. Indeed, there's a black cloud hovering over the heads of the faithful that even follow them to Mass. Not as visible is the even bigger black cloud hovering over the haughty head of George Mario Bergogoli, the Argentine politician with Vatican citizenship masquerading as Pope Francis. Um, the black cloud following the current Bishop of Rome originates with the countless number of Catholics choosing to go over the Pope's head directly to Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just funny the way that... Anyway, and while Francis uses his power to block all questions and criticism, it is well nigh impossible for him to stop the faithful from going over his head to Jesus to whom they are wired. The news sites and bloggers now calling out Francis for abandoning his flock are numerous, but the worst thing about Francis is that he seems to be abandoning our Savior. Yes! I mean, this guy needs to repent and become a believer. Um, It will not be the faithful or even the many abused by clerics who will get to judge this wayward pontiff, any other pontiff, or, or for that matter, a pastor of any other denomination. The words of the Apostles' Creed prayed at every Mass throughout the world. Uh, On the third day, he arose from the dead and ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he shall come to judge the living and the dead. Strong, enduring words that seem to have gone right over the, the head of Pope Francis. And while so many of us moan and groan about what is happening in the Catholic Church, the devil is doing delighted somersaults right over the altar. The devil wants us to believe that all is lost and that there is nowhere to turn. The devil wants all souls plunged into a deep and dark despair from which there is no return. And then it talks about praying to St. Michael, but you don't do that. You don't talk. You don't pray to angels just so you know. I'm not going to read that part. But anyway, the point is that <clears throat> there are some people, there, there, there are many Catholics that are really born again. Okay. Like my... My teacher in high school, Lorraine Cardine, who is a very special woman to me, she she rocks. I love her so much. Uh, she was born again Catholic, okay? And anyway, um, but the point is, is that, you know, that there's a lot of Catholics that don't know the Lord because they won't let them read the Bible or anything. And there are some that are finally figuring out they don't have to listen to the Pope which you shouldn't, because that guy's evil. Just so you know, he is not good. He's an evil pope. Bad pope. Yeah, he is. Um, and uh, all that. Anyway, I thought that was a good thing. So I'll end the show by reading today's verse, which is Revelation 1-7. It says, Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, including those who pierced him. And all the families of the earth will, will mourn over him. This is certain. Amen. And then there's some questions or comments that came in. Something freaked somebody. The Pope made a speech saying to save the world, we needed to use abortion. Okay. Really, Gina? What a butthead. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, Gina, I didn't know that. Anyway, the Pope is evil. Bottom line, the Pope is evil. Ignore the Pope. Maybe we should do hashtag ignore the Pope. (laughs) Just so you know.
I'm so glad my, I'm not, I mean, I'm not glad my mom and dad got divorced. That sucked. But as a result of that, I never, I wasn't raised in the Catholic church beyond the age of seven. And, um, knowing the damage that so many in the Catholic church have suffered is, it's just, uh, you know, I'm just glad that God saved me. <sighs> so there you have it, people. So tomorrow, speaking of the Pope, I actually have a guest who um, has a testimony regarding Mother Teresa. So this is going to be interesting. She's written a book, and I talked to her this morning. She's in Canada. Where's she at in Canada? Do you remember? I forgot. But um, but I don't recall. Stay tuned tomorrow for our interesting guest. We're going to have her on half the show, and then the other half we're going to continue to cover some news and all of that stuff. So, anyway, I hope you uh, have a good rest of your day. Remember BibleNewsRadio.com for all the resources we mentioned. And, of course, remember to be bold, people. Stand up and go with God because he loves you. Yeah, he does. And we'll see you tomorrow, okay?